The Dick Van Dyke Show. They did have a lot of cocktail parties. There was smoking. There was a lot of smoking. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they were always entertaining. Yes. And always doing shows. Yes. Now, I can remember... <laughs> A time where, yes, you did invite a lot of grown-ups over. There was a lot of drinking. There was a lot of smoking. Uh, but I don't necessarily remember all of a sudden musical numbers being performed in the living room. No, well, I guess that was a nod to the variety shows yes. at the time. I mean, where there were several variety shows on. Which was, I think, also something taking, taken from uh, the time of I Love Lucy, where you would have some... Their landlords, Ethel and Fred, were vaudevillians to justify how they could be performing. At the Tropicana. At the Tropicana or some charity bazaar or something like that. And those would be premises for Dick Van Dyke episodes. Yes. Uh, you know, the school pageant or uh, the, uh, you know, raising. It's one with Bob Crane. Oh. Yes. Where they would be. Using, Someone has to play Cleopatra. That is hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. Such a great episode. Do you have a favorite? Oh, boy. I have several favorites. Um, tell you what, how about my top three? Your top three, okay. Okay, it may look like a walnut. The uh, Twilight Zone. The, 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 I mean, it's a nod to the Twilight Zone. And I hear that Sheldon Leonard didn't get it. He didn't get it. He, he walked like out it. of the table reading. Everybody's laughing. He didn't get it. And just Mary Tyler Moore has the greatest entrance of all time on the walnuts. Yep. That was which I think they had to do twice. They had to fill the closet with walnuts and they had to have uh, the, the crew guys holding a plank that she could just kind of dive in on. Right. It is hysterical. I mean, just beautiful. I mean, today I'm wondering if they could even the insurance to do something like that. I mean, Will and Grace used to do some crazy stuff. but just, Oh, I'm sure they could find a way. We're going to have our leading lady basically dive into all these walnuts. Uh, that was, yeah, uh, may look like a walnut. Okay. And that's my boy. That's your, Oh, yes. Uh, apparently, the, it's a flashback episode. Uh, the Petries, uh, Rob is convinced that uh, after Richie was born, that they have returned home with the wrong baby. And uh, the <laughs> please, the, the 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 payoff is so good because yeah, there was uh, another family that or another couple that had a baby, the uh, Peters. Peters, and the nurse kept confusing the Peters and the Petri. They kept two getting, room two hundred eight, room two hundred three. They yeah. were getting each other's food. Get, yeah, getting uh, getting Aunt, each other's flowers, flowers, Aunt Betty's figs, and so they were getting the wrong stuff. So Rob deduced that it was, he got the wrong baby because the baby didn't look like either of them. Uh, and at the end, uh, they call the Peters and the Peters show up. And when Rob opens the door, it's actor Greg Morris. And I don't know who played his, his wife, wife. Uh, but they, they came in and it was one of the longest, longest laughs in sitcom history. They had they had to cut it for the show. They had to cut it for time. Uh, and then and the next line was, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> and miss the look on your face. And they uh, were worried about this episode. 
Uh, maybe yeah. would it be offensive? Would it play in certain parts of the country? They debated have actually having maybe a Chinese couple. I'm glad this stuck with well, the original. It then they couldn't be priceless. people. <laughs> it was the other part of that episode, which I thought was just very, very funny, was uh, Jerry Paris playing Jerry Helper and yes. and, and Rob Petrie, uh trying to scientifically investigate everything and uh, putting uh, the ink, ink pad on, on the baby's, baby's foot, foot to compare. But just the physical comedy of the two working together. Which brings me to my next favorite episode, mm-hmm. Don't Trip Over That Mountain. <laughs> An- yeah, another Jerry Paris episode. I uh, mean, Jerry Paris was always behind the camera. Many times. Many behind times the behind the camera. And he would later direct Happy Days, which, of course, it may look like a walnut, was very... Uh, inspirational for the episode that introduced Robin Williams as Mort from Ork. Yes. Yes. So it, you so get that little connection. Rob and Jerry go off on a skiing trip. Laura, you know women are intuitive, is convinced he's going to get hurt. And he does get hurt. He has a sprained body after a freak accident, something about tripping over a goat. Yes. And at the end of the episode, Rob is trying to pass off that he is fine. And he is covered in bandages and just Dick Van Dyke and the, ah, just the physical comedy. I'm not the biggest fan of physical comedy, except when it is done well. (laughs) And it is nailed. And honorable mention, Mary Tyler Moore had a really good, well, she had several good physical moments. But in episode Pink Pills, Purple Parents, flashback episode, uh, Laura is meeting Rob's parents for the first time, and she takes some pills to relax. And instead of taking the recommended dosage, she takes several, and okay, she's stoned, and it is hysterical. So where at the end, she finally passes out, and then it's revealed that Oh, I just wanted to make a good impression. I don't think they fully appreciated how funny Mary Tyler Moore could be when she was first hired Yes, on the show. And then to realize just her explaining something in, what would you call it, the Laura hysteria. Yes. In that particular voice. Not just the O-Rob, but just trying to explain something and just getting more flustered and more and her voice gets higher. And I loved her in any of the dream, any of the dream sequences. It may look like a walnut, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one where um, Rob is afraid he's going bald. Yes. And gets the hair treatment. Washington versus the bunny. Where she's dressed like a bunny. Where she's dressed like a bunny, and she's uh, her raw puppet. That was <laughs> Richard Deacon is dancing in that one also when he hands. Richard Deacon was a dancer. He a was a dancer. A lot of people do not realize that. And he danced in a couple other episodes. Yes. Uh, one where it was just a party scene, and they were dancing, and then she pulls him up, and he's like, no, no, no. And then when he's on the dance floor with her, it's like, oh, wow. This well, guy. it was like Latin dance. It was like yes. uh, salsa. Yeah, or yeah and he's doing and he's like, Oh man, he's really he could move. The man he, could move. He, he could move, and because they're so used to Melvin Cooley being playing one note and being perfect, and then you know working off of uh, Maury Amsterdam 
in many episodes, and then the occasional Alan Brady episode. Uh huh. Alan Brady, played by Carl Reiner, who we only heard his voice the first season, and or, or the bottom, or, or saw, saw the, the back of his head, head. and finally uh, he became a character and and, and a hysterical character, uh, coast to coast big man. Oh. Would be another so, and since we're bringing that up, Coast to Coast Big Mouth, and it may look like a walnut, was in TV Guides number eight and 15 of the greatest episodes of all time, not just in situation comedy, just the greatest TV episodes of all time. That's impressive. Do you have a favorite episode? I would say, you know, it may look like a walnut in Coast to Coast Big Mouth, but I think of the two. Uh, just because I loved Carl Reiner in Coast to Coast Big Mouth. The scene at the desk with the styrofoam heads and the toupees, I think, is just hysterical. Yes. Him, you talk about physical comedy. Uh, you know, also working with props is mm. a talent. It is. Uh, going back to I Love Lucy, Desi Arnaz does not get enough credit for his physical working with props. Uh, I think it really comes off in the long, long trailer because he's working with the shower. And the uh, this was the movie. The that movie he that they did. That was, and Lucy did. Was it during hiatus? Bob? During uh, hiatus, where Lucy. they played, uh, you know, an American girl married to a human guy named uh, Susie and Mickey. Um, wow! So it was basically an I Love Lucy movie uh, with them playing different characters, uh, but him just playing, you know, addressing. Uh, like like he's having a board meeting, addressing his toupees. Well, fellas, you know, this is the little lady who put you out of business. And then the other one, he has it, and he's just like slapping the, the, the top of it. When Yeah, and then you have Alan Brady and Laura Petrie stealing the episode towards Dick Van Dyke does not come until a little bit later. Oh. And has that, you know, they have a wonderful moment. And he, just, runs in, he runs in to save his wife from his boss who he just knows is going to kill her. Laura holds her own. She stands there. She holds her ground. She faces him. And it's just, uh, what do I do with all of these? And what was her line? Oh, maybe you could give them to a charity for needy ball. Or something it, like that's that. what he's like, needy ball. And just, you know, uh, you're beautiful. You just love. And then Rob comes in. He's like, very um, chivalrous and just saying, Whatever you're going to say to you, her, I want you to say to me. And then it's like, Rob, you're a beautiful girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, sweetheart. And, but just the whole setup that, in the end, Alan realizes he's better off that she did him a favor. And then she's like, oh, so, you, so, you, so you're happy that he is. He's like, oh, oh, it's not only, not, aren't, they, aren't they perfect? They, they, they're, they're killing us, but they want us to be happy about it. Yes, I'm happy. You're happy. All happy days are here again. I mean, it was just his, his delivery on that was just so perfect. So again, perfect acting, perfect writing, perfect direction. That's what makes the show last 60 years. 60 years. So from 1961 to 1966, and five years. Five years. Five years and out. Five years and out. And uh, I was going to say Alan Brady. Uh, Carl Reiner was very uh, firm with that. Uh, if they were going to do another season, it would be in color. Color. And he did not want that. He did and I'm not glad want that. that never happened. 
He did not want that. Uh, Even though some of the episodes have been airing, have been, been colorized. colorized. It doesn't. Yeah, it is an interesting thing to uh, see the colorized versions. Yeah, to see the because I we remember when we were very young adults that Ted Turner would be colorizing movies and showing them on. I think at that time and a few TV series. Yeah, I remember McHale's Navy. McHale's Navy was colorized, but there was like one uh, a Sinatra movie where Old Blue Eyes had brown eyes. Uh, but you know the the, the right. colorization was. Yeah. yeah, and the colorization now that they were doing recently for the Dick Van Dyke show and I Love Lucy, much, much better. It's much, much better, but there's but, something about the original in black and white. Black and white is beautiful. Yeah, it's a coin of phrase, sort of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they knew when to, and I think I've always been an admirer of Carl Reiner because I think he he had an idea for a show that was his story that he wanted to tell himself. And uh, he didn't let his ego get in the way. Mm -hmm. And he basically handed it off to Dick Van Dyke, and he stayed a producer. He was still the most important part of the uh, show, but was able not to have the big enough ego, and he could continue and, and, and do the show. And he knew when it was time to end the show. We've done all that we can do. We've had fun. We've done really good work, but it's time for all of us to move on. Going out on top. Exactly. And that rarely happens today. Uh, the example that I will give four seasons and out, The Good Place. The Good Place. Wonderful example. They knew exactly what they wanted when they got in. And when they were done, they were, we're done. done. And it was very satisfying. Yes. <sighs> so, the show ends almost full circle, where Rob Petrie writes a book. And the book does not do well, but Alan Brady wants to take the book and turn it into a TV show where Alan Brady would play Rob Petrie. Beautiful. It was beautiful. Full circle gave Carl Reiner kind of the last word. And the last laugh. And the last laugh. Uh, there was a new Dick Van Dyke show that also uh, involved Carl Reiner at the helm. Uh, Hope Lang played Dick Van Dyke's wife. They did it in Arizona. And they did several episodes. And there was an episode where their son walks in on the parents uh, in the middle of sex. And the network lost their mind that that could not be happening. And the compromise was the network saying... Uh, if they were having sex because they want to have another baby, that would be okay. okay. And Carl Reiner and Dick Van Dyke pretty much said no. And that was a shame because it was a good show. It was a good show. And they had reunions. Uh, there was a, a spinoff um, on TV Land, The Alan Brady Show, which was an animated series. Alan Brady did appear on uh, Bad About You. Oh, that's right. And, uh, that's right. And uh, Buddy Sorrell, uh, I think Buddy and Sally appeared on the Danny Thomas show on Make Room for Daddy. So mm -hmm. it did go. But it, it, it is like so many great sitcoms. I'm uh, somewhere right now, as we are speaking, it is on. Yes. It is on various platforms. And it has held up all these years. This is a great spot to pause. 
But we got more TV history right after this message. I would say that uh, a friend of ours, Joseph Dorney, a writer, uh, Emmy Award winning writer for uh, 30-something and um, Pretty Little Liars, used uh, the Walnut episode as the perfect setup for a sitcom format. Home, work, home, you know, done. You know, everything was perfectly timed, perfectly spaced out, perfectly put together. That's the model of how a sitcom should go. And that's why it earned its place in television history. Yes, it has. So, with that in mind... Can I say it? You can say it. Stay tuned. 